Hello and welcome to a very special edition of Brass Monkeys. This is episode 9.5. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Clyde. Over there is Cuddles. And in the corner, misbehaving as always, is the one and only Bingo. Hello, monkeys. Hello. So we've uh, we've come together today for this very special episode. We'll just do a little bit of an overview of just how bonkers, batshit crazy this world has become. Last week uh, saw the uh, inexorable rise of Joe Biden, where he uh, literally all the figures showed he had made it to be president-elect, taking up inauguration in January of next year. Except... It seems that good old Potus, yes, the one and only Donald, has decided that no, it's not happening. I'm staying put. At least that was the case until literally today. As we are recording this episode, it seems that he has kind of intimated that Actually, he might have lost the election, but only because it was rigged by the Democrats and stolen from underneath his nose. Still not a given. And he's still effectively saying he has won. So are you confused? Because I am. Well, he was never, ever going to let go easily, was he? I mean, unless there was some complete landslide, in which case he would have everybody recounting every single vote. Losing is not in his vocabulary unless he's using that phrase on somebody else calling them losers failing uh irrelevant rocket man yeah that sort of thing i mean it's he is now on the other end of that and it must be hurting him more than anything has ever hurt him before he has lost in the most spectacular way on the biggest possible stage he could lose on and he can't spin his way out of it other than calling it rigged because there's no way in his mind and i'm sure he believes this that there's no way in the world he should and could have lost and he has and it's brilliant and i cannot tell you how much this has actually boosted me this last week and i imagine most of the right thinking world i know everybody i'm talking to just says it's like a huge monkey off their back it's if you're bad, it's <laughs> and it's just it's wonderful i mean it just gives you hope that it isn't completely one-way traffic now and that it doesn't all have to be awful i mean christ knows the world is in an awful state at the minute but this is one glimmer of light quite a big shaft of light actually and it's just brilliant absolutely brilliant i can't tell you how happy it's made me I have to say, Cuddles, it's uh, been a while since I've heard you feeling sounding quite so animated, which uh, <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think that's yeah. our job done here. So well, see you next week. Uh, anyway, bingo. Sorry, I interrupted you. I was just going to say there's always darkness before the dawn, though, isn't there? So we're all getting really excited about uh, Trump going. And in some ways, actually, I'm quite sad. I'll, I'll tell you about that in a minute. Um, but we're all getting really excited about him going. Uh, I feel like I'm getting daggers here from... Uh, from <laughs> I'm going to get the hang violin on, out in a minute. World's smallest violin's coming. I'll come back to it. Um, but he he's... You're right, he's not going to go down without a fight. Already, I, I was reading in the news this week that he's uh, he's refusing to let Biden have access to some presidential stuff that he's going to need on, on gen- in January. Um, what, like so, the White House? <laughs> the keys? Potentially, you never know. This man is, is medically insane. I'm sorry. I've been very nice to you, although I could probably maybe not be based on the way you have treated me, but I wouldn't do that. <laughs> um, and we're not out of the woods yet. We've, we've still got well, another two months yet of, of Donald Trump and, and his ability to rule the world. The one thing that the reason I'm going to miss it is because he's been such a huge part of all of our lives politically since 2016, since the, the absolute clusterfuck of Brexit. And then we get Donald Trump at the same time. It's almost like, uh, oh, I don't know, going in for some sort of major surgery. You don't you don't, you know, you want it gone, but then when it gone, you're a bit like, oh, you know, that was that was part of me. It's, it's disappearing now, and we're moving on. So I'm kind of, in some ways, sad that we're going to lose the comedy value 
of Donald Trump. Do you know what? Bingo. I, I think there's a word for people like you. <laughs> Kids with an M. Masochist. <laughs> Little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, do you know what? I know what you mean because actually, I, there's a, a there's an element of me which has has actually enjoyed watching the states squirm collectively as a nation because you know I've got some great American friends and they're going to really dislike me for this, but you know they have been a little bit not my friends but but some of the, a lot of the american population seem to have been a little bit convinced of their own superiority to the rest of the world it's a, it's a moment of awakening i think for many americans that's not to say that we are not without our own our own failings don't try and pull the splinter out out of somebody else's eye when there's a plank sticking out of your own but anyway we'll mm. get on to our country in a bit but it, it is extraordinary isn't it i mean old sleepy joe as donald calls him well he's proved that the uh, the tortoise can beat the hare well quite spectacularly so for for an aged man and let's not forget he's going to be the oldest president america's ever had but he's also the president that's one with the biggest number of votes so i think you can probably read into that the fact that Everyone said, well, you know, we gave him four years to try and do it. And, uh, you know, people who voted Republican, the first, you know, normally would vote Republican no matter what, I think gave him the benefit of the doubt four years ago. Trump thinking, you know, this has got to be a good thing. Plus, it's not Hillary, which I think was the main driving factor behind an awful lot of it. But uh, this time around, they've gone, do you know what? That was a joke too far. And I think we can live without that sort of humour in our lives. And yes, I think I agree the comedy value of Trump not being around, certainly not at the controls anymore, at least, for which, thank f***. But that is going to leave a bit of a hole. But at the same time, he's not going anywhere quietly. I mean, I, I was reading yesterday or the day before that obviously he's spectacularly fallen out with Fox News because they dared to declare Biden the president because ooh, he was. And uh, he's now saying that, you know, losing, losers, uh, failing Fox News. And the rumour is that he's going to be setting up his own massive media empire, which will probably give him as much, if not more, ego massage than being in control of the biggest democracy of other than India in the world so you know he's not going anywhere quietly you're going to have plenty of um, plenty of self-flagellation with which to enjoy yourself I think don't <laughs> Do you know um, don't don't think he's going anywhere soon what I love about this whole thing about him potentially opening up his own tv channel whatever is it's the ultimate fake news yeah so exactly. you know this is the brilliant bit the man who espouses that everything else is fake news is going to create his own fake news you are fake news you art imitating life or it's, life imitating it's, art it's brilliant it, it, it's not brilliant it's actually mildly terrifying but i mean you've got murdoch is on the ascendancy again with um with his new tv channels and of course farage <laughs> farage oh, somehow no. somehow interlinked to both trump and murdoch I mean, what does the future look like for us? Doom. Absolute doom. We're fucked. No matter what. I mean, we might as well get on to the British side of things now. You've you've mentioned the F word. And, um, you know, he's he is the he's the cancer at the heart of all of this. He's just such a nasty, hateful, opportunistic, pointless sack of shit that just does not deserve any oxygen of any publicity. He's trying to get whatever fame and favour he can from anybody, Farage. He's failed at everything. He, uh, the only thing he has been successful at, and most of the running was done by the bloke in charge at the minute who lied to us on the side of a bus, amongst other things. But Farage got Brexit across the line. Why doesn't he just now f*** 
fuck off, having done the damage, go away. He's another one, he's an egomaniac who just cannot not have his voice heard. I've... And by going to Trump and by trying to sort of get in with people like Murdoch, you know, his weaselly little posh frog boy voice is being heard all over the place again, even though he's utterly irrelevant and utterly, utterly useless. Hate I've... him. What's what do they on. all have in common? They're all old white men. Yep. Farage, uh, Trump, Boris. I mean, Biden is the oldest, whitest man, potentially. Um, and it was it was really nice just to hear uh, Kamala Harris do her uh, victory speech. I, oh, yeah. I, I think that's quite what they called it. But how much positivity was in that? It's like, hey, do you know what? Um, I'm uh, an ethnic minority, animal woman, and, and we're going to start taking over this joint. Um, the women, the world needs more women leaders for sure. The, the women needs more ethnic minority leaders for sure. This cannot keep going on. This absolute shit show with old white men running the world. So I'm I'm really happy that Biden's uh, ejected Trump from the White House, and I kind of hope the same happens to Johnson here. And I I agree with you immensely, Cuddles. I hope Farage, you know, finds himself in a ditch with no clothes on and his hands tied behind his back. But. Um, yeah, this this has to I'm change working at some on point. It. <laughs> I, I, right, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to pull you. I'm going to have to pull you up on multiple points actually in that little diatribe. First and foremost, Nigel Farage is not a white, aged male. He's touche turtle. You should know that. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, certainly a dum dum. Boris Johnson is not a white male. He's a white. Privileged defeffle. Lip smacking yep. savagery. Not called okay. Boris. His name is Alexander, as I keep trying to remind you. Biden is a great man. I'm putting it out there. I'm going to say he's. And a he great is. Man. Don't disagree with that for one second. However, but I have to. I have to. Go on. Go on. I'll give you your however. I will, I, yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you his establishment. But that establishment, as you've just pointed out, has given an opening to Kamala Harris, who will be, mark my words, within the next two terms. The first president. black president, female president of the United States. And that Good. will be a great moment. I am if, absolutely sure of it. If she I, doesn't, something's gone very horribly wrong. Indeed it has. Speaking of things going horribly wrong, do you remember when Nigel Farage on one of his campaigns ended up in a plane crash? Yay! Yay. Yay. It's one of my favourite ever pictures. It's been a monumental week uh, for UK politics. But I think before we move on to that, I think as uh, as we observe Donald Trump hanging perilously on to his tenure at the White House, let's just treat ourselves to uh, a little montage of some of his greatest quotes. Rocket man. We may even have a space force develop another one. Space force. We have the Air Force, we have the Space Force. We have the Army, the Navy. I just sold an apartment for $15 million to somebody from China. I love China. I own a big chunk of the Bank of America building in 1290 Avenue of the Americas that I got from China in a war. I beat China all the time. I will be the greatest president for many, 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 many years to come. No, I didn't say that at all. I don't think you understood what was said. You are fake news. Then there's something wrong with you. You're certainly not very good. I'm sorry. I've been very nice to you, although I could probably maybe not be based on the way you have treated me, but I wouldn't do that. I can say this. I will win. I'll bring in states that nobody ever thought of. I think I have a chance to win New York. I defended New York. Nobody else was going to defend New York last debate and got good credit for it, but the people in New York love that I defended them, because nobody ever defends New Yorkers, right? I'm gonna win Pennsylvania. I'm gonna win West Virginia. I'm gonna win Virginia. I'm gonna win Michigan. 
because I protect the car industry. We have losers. We have losers. We have people that don't have it. We have people that are morally corrupt. We have people that are selling this country down the drain. Wouldn't that be embarrassing? I don't think they like me very much. Watch the difference between a wet raccoon and Donald J. Trump's hair. A wet raccoon doesn't have seven billion fucking dollars in the bank. There we go. It's, it's difficult to find a favourite out of that bunch. I don't know. I mean, bingo for for you. What do you what do you think stands out? Is there a particular Donaldism that is a favourite of yours? Oh, uh, do you know what? They're they're all just absolutely unbelievable that these things can come out of the most the mouth of the most powerful man on the planet. His his use of simple language and and his his rhetoric that that resonates so well with with an America that thinks it's being left behind um, is so it feels so the parallels are so similar with Nazi Germany and I know that's that's a, a tired worn out thing but I just can't get my head around it um, and I, I heard this week that that Donald Trump sleeps with a book of of Hitler's uh, maybe it was on our, our last foray uh, into podcasting that this this came up um, but it stuck with me that he sleeps with a book of Hitler's speeches next to his bed. This is according to his ex-wife and you can just get that vibe in everything he says so i i think he's like a speak and spell that's been um rewired <laughs> dropped, dropped. <Yeah. laughs> off the empire state building yeah and then sort of gaffer tape together they go yeah that should just about function do you know the the thing is he makes george bush jr sound presidential doesn't he? that's a fact that's a fact well that's that's a talent i mean i've I never ever thought I'd see this, but I mean, the day that I wished we had George Bush Jr. in power still. <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm, I'm a. <laughs> I mean, do you remember oh the fear God. that there was? Well, do you remember? <laughs> you remember the fear in the world when when it was looking likely that he was going to be the president? I mean, compare that to the absolute dread of Donald Trump. And I remember at the time when Trump. Uh, you know assumed the reins of power all the f- i mean there was a real tangible sense of the optimism just draining away from the world it's like somebody pulling a curtain genuinely this is how it felt because i was following all these white house staffers and all the people that had been there during the obama administration and they were all tweeting about the reign of terror that was being induced in the white house and they were all being told they couldn't do this anymore and they couldn't do that and all the madness that was going on and it just felt like you know the end of Rome like it was all just collapsing the end of civilization and back into the dark ages and I, I know this sounds overly poetic and a bit you know flowery but with Kamala Harris and, and Biden obviously coming into power now it feels like somebody's at least started to open up a chink in the curtains again and there's some light starting to come back and I'm deeply deeply hopeful that some of that is going to start shining on us as well because with what we've got to look forward to and what we've currently got at the minute god knows we need as much light and hope as we can get so i'm I'm trying to get a bit of a bit of vicarious light from over the other side of the pond at the moment well have you not uh, i mean for me there's been two really standout moments that take away um donald's tweeting and all that two standout moments that just make you realize what kind of a person he is first off has anybody noticed how his hair has changed color in the last week now i thought it was fake personally i thought that was a wig um, but it has gone from bright orange to gray uh, whether or not that's like a, a supply problem with his um hair dye who knows but the other thing was that, and i i didn't twig this at the time this took someone to point this out to me um i saw rudy giuliani um on the tv giving out uh doing a 
speech and go, no, this is all terrible and we're going to fight this and, you know, these <laughs> states are all lies. Um, I was like, okay, it's a, a strange location to do it, but, you know, he looks like he's in a builder's yard. I didn't think anything of it. Until yes. it turns out that someone wanted the Four Seasons Hotel and they booked Four Seasons Total Landscaping. <laughs> just tells you next door to, you need next to know. door to a funeral home and a sex <laughs> shop. <laughs> Everything Which tells you need you to know everything. about that administration. Yep. <laughs> that was just beautiful. He's looked, I mean, Giuliani's looked more and more deranged as it's gone on, isn't he? He's just got <laughs> the, the mad staring joker face that he's now he looks assumed. Like he's, he looks like he's been dipped in napalm. <laughs> where Donald's hair dye went. That's it, yeah. He's, that's where it went, you son of a bitch. See, there's another man who, when he was the... the the mayor of New York could do no wrong. You know, the under his watch, not that it was anything to do with him unless there's a major change in the conspiracy theories, 9-11 happened and, you know, the, the world's eyes were on New York City on, you know, from September the 11th, 2001, basically onwards and for the foreseeable future. Giuliani was there at the heart of that. He was, you know, a statesman-like man. He was doing an amazing job of pulling the whole city and the world and the country together. Yeah. Whereas now you look at him, he's an apologist for a big fat racist and looking more and more like he believes every word. I mean, Christ, what's Trump got on him? You're listening to Brass Monkeys. This is episode 9.5, a special as we look at the uh, ever-changing, rapidly changing world over in the States and right here at home here in the UK. Love to hear from you if you like what we're doing or indeed if you don't, let us know. We're on Twitter at Brass Monkeys. Monkeys spell M-O-N-K-E-E-Z or Z if you happen to be British. What is British? That's a good question. We'll talk about that probably in a little bit. Um, we have a website. It's um, hopelessly out to date at the moment but I'm reliably informed that we're going to try and update it for you uh, get some exclusive monkey content if you want to check it out it's I think there may be an irregularity in the name of the website <laughs> I fear go on yep. what was it no, no bing, bingo will have no, no, to no 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 what, no I, I could just I could hear you and me in sync then as uh, <laughs> as Clyde did it so yeah go on what is it you are listening to the world-class, world-beating. We've heard those lines used somewhere else before, but for the sake of copyright, we don't give a damn. Uh, this is Brass Monkeys, at Brass Monkeys on Twitter. Monkeys, of course, spell M-O-N-K-E-E-Z or Z, depending on which side of the pond you are at. You can also check out our uh, soon-to-be award-winning website. I may be overselling it a little bit there. Uh, but point your browser to brassmonkeys.org. And if you want to get in touch with us via the old email, we can do that for you as well. It is, unsurprisingly, brassmonkeys at gmail.com. Go on, stretch those little fingers, those little simian tippy-tappies, and send us a message, and uh, we'll get back to you. All messages gratefully received. Well, we'll decide on that when we see what abuse you give us. We've been going through what's, um, it's a kind of like a, an American Watergate moment, but we, we haven't really decided on what we call it. Do we call it Cummingsgate, Domgate, Shitgate, Shown the Gate, or what? Uh, thoughts? Twatgate. Ah, Twatgate. Um, he's gone. I, I, I can scarcely believe this. It, it all happened so quickly. It started in the middle of the week. Well, actually, let's go back. It started at the beginning of the week when 
Lee Kane, who was uh, effectively, um, I think I'm right on this, and point me out if I'm wrong, Cuddles or Bingo, but uh, Lee Kane, I believe, apart from having once dressed as a chicken when he worked for the Daily Mirror and uh, winding up David Cameron, in his most recent role, he's been a press secretary type role to Boris Johnson. Um, He was going to be promoted. We're going American style and we're going to have our press briefings for number 10 given by a press spokeswoman, Allegra Stratton, who most recently has been working as Rishi Sunak's corporate communications expert. She's ex-BBC, ex-journalist. She is very good at a job, actually, to be fair to her, or was. (laughs) Quite what she's going to make of her new gig, we don't know. But as a as a, a consequence of her coming in and literally sort of taking away a bit of Lee Kane's uh, territory, Boris Johnson was going to offer him the role of chief of staff. Now, that's quite an interesting role for somebody from Lee Kane's background. And we all thought that was going to happen. But by Wednesday, Carrie Gate had happened. So Carrie Simmons, of course, Boris Johnson's partner, who also has had a career uh, in the Conservative Party in communications. It appears that she has lent some pressure in certain areas, which resulted in Lee Kane walking, i.e. quitting, leaving. Fast forward to Friday, Dominic Cummings has gone. I'm just going to go and top up my monkey juice, leave you two to it for a second. All right. Sorry, I was just singing celebration in my head again and again and again and again. I know, it's a wonderful moment, isn't it? And again, this is something else that's uh, shining a bit of light into my life. Although, to be honest, um, the damage has been dom, as the joke goes. But, yeah. It has, the... though, hasn't it? He has done so much bad stuff that how how do we get out of this in, in the months we've got left before Brexit you know, impacts us in well, such a horrible way? Well, I don't know. I mean, there's, sort of, there's all the rumours. I think we were talking prior to recording, we were talking about the rumours that... Uh, Cummings was being moved out of picture so that he could be the one ultimately they could blame he could take the shit for when it really does hit the fan from January the 1st regardless of what's going to happen it's it's not going to be fun and uh, Cummings you could argue was one of the major instigators behind it but he was facilitated by the man who is still technically at the control so I, I will throw as much shit still at the Prime Minister as I would at Cummings um, there was the, I was reminded of the joke actually Lee Kane there was a leaking Lee Kane he was known as wasn't he because he was quite quite handy with just sort of briefing against whoever he didn't like and um, and also the other thing that suddenly struck me there is that um, Cummings didn't see this one coming did he uh, given a oh, man who's, you're good you're uh, good a man who has famously dodgy eyesight judgment you might have. <laughs> um, yeah I'm, I'm wearing that t-shirt today actually the famous t-shirt the barnard castle oh I test yes I, I was thinking was about getting i think i was thinking about getting it out myself to wear this week just to you know reinforce the message so oh, it's a it's a favorite with me sorry i've i've just gone and completely monopolized this my take on it same as um, same as bingo it's just happy days really this malign influence has been sidelined though to be perfectly honest i wouldn't be at all surprised if he was back soon and the thing that really really gets my go is the fact that it would appear the only reason johnson has kicked him into touch is because he was affected personally by dominic you mean Cummings. he slagged off his girlfriend he slagged his bird off didn't he yeah so on his way out which basically just tells you everything about the vanity and the the complete ignorance about anything else that's going on in the world in the mind of johnson you know he's only concerned about himself and those is immediately close to him and f- the country which is about what he's going to do ironically 
This has to be the beginning of the end of this government, though, doesn't it? And and this little reign of terror that the Tory party have had. You know, what is it? it's been 10 long years now um, that they've been absolutely f***ing around with everything that they possibly can. All right, there's probably some good bits in there. I'm not a Tory supporter. I'm not going to go looking for them, but I'm sure they are in there for the, for the terms of, you know, for, for balancing it out. Um, but but majority of it, for, for ordinary people like you and I, uh, this has been an absolute clusterfuck of a 10 years. So this has to be the start of the final act. I can't see how you can come back from that. And I, I totally agree that they're going to try and throw everything wrong with Brexit at him. But it still ultimately comes back to the Tory party themselves. They cannot get out of this just by using Dominic Cummings alone. Although I'd love to have known what was in that box he was carrying out. Well, I don't know, pig trotters perhaps? Who knows? <laughs> The uh, spectre of, of Brexit is going to mean that 2021 is not going to be as smooth and plain sailing as we might like to hope. But, you know, there, there is there is an element of me that just says, no, surely we can't. We can't keep on going through this, can we? Well, you'd hope not, wouldn't you? You really, really would hope not. And I would agree with the way that you're thinking there that it's got to reach a, you know it's like um, when people first sort of head for alcoholics anonymous or any other of the 12 step programs you have to hit rock bottom and see just how bad things are before you can start heading for the treatment and i think we're at the point at which we're finally going i can't take another bottle of scotch i've got to clear my liver out and everything else and I, I do honestly think that something's going to give because the country is not going to take it. If there are queues of stuff sitting on the other side of the channel and medicines and important stuff like that, and particularly the vaccine that we've all been promised now. I mean, God, that's another bit of light that's shining into our lives. The yeah, we haven't even touched thing. on that, have we? I mean, so. that's, that's probably for the next show when we know more about it, I would suspect. But, I mean, Pfizer have done us proud. And again, Donald's trying to claim the credit for it, so f*** him. But... If there are queues of trucks sat on the other side of the channel with a load of vaccines that are sort of going off and not being kept at minus 170 degrees or whatever because of the short-sightedness and f***-wittedness of half the country because they don't like foreign people, then I think that's the end of government. They're, well, they're I was going to say, face, that, that would gonna, be the downfall, wouldn't it? Definitely. Well, that, that would be it. I mean, that would, I mean, they'll be doing everything they possibly can to fly this stuff in independently, and I'm sure they will. But it's going to take something, and they are going to be seen to be having shit all over them on this one if if this doesn't work out and i don't honestly think there's any way even in the best circumstances that this is going to work out well for this country um they're going to have to ultimately take the can for it and um that i think will be the beginning of the process That or um, the sort of Declaration of Independence of Scotland, which is imminent, I, was, I should imagine. I think that will wake a few people up. It will take probably the kicking off of hostilities in Northern Ireland again with the whole, I mean, the illegality of what they're trying to get through uh, Parliament at the minute. And I'm not even going to go there because that's just, again, that's another subject yeah. for another time. But the, what they're trying to pull, the stunts they're trying to pull, they almost feel, I think we've, we've said this before, they almost feel they're untouchable. They are, you know, look what we managed to get through. We got in with an increased majority right in the middle of all the shit we were trying to pull last time. Look at us. We, nothing will stick. And at some point, the Teflon surface will get scratched and then you'll start seeing things starting to stick to it. And I, God knows I hope that is the case sooner rather than later. And it will be hastened by the beginning of next year. I'm absolutely certain of that. With the uh, exception of Northern Ireland, the 
Machiavellian monkey in me wants to see a lot of this happen because um I don't know I feel I feel dirty and wrong in saying this but but I I want to see them so destroyed yes that yeah I we agree. can't go back to where we have been no. and we actually have to have a new way forward but I know that 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 means pain for us all and and mm-hmm. and, and I don't want to to I don't want to cause my fellow monkey to suffer because that's not in our nature you know we're generally our scratching friendly characters you know it's it's the way we like to go about things but it, it is it's it's such an extraordinary time and and i think if just 12 months ago we had imagined that we would be having the conversations we are having i think we'd have probably looked at each other and gone you need to go to the monkey asylum <laughs> there we are in fact this is the monkey asylum. <laughs> maybe pull, pull up a chair. Maybe, maybe we should rename this the monkey asylum, because mm, it's yeah. starting to feel like, as you said, the twelve-step program. You know, maybe we should launch a twelve-step monkey program. <laughs> yeah, we could do worse. We, yeah, we could, couldn't we? Oh, that's a thought. Oh, we'll, we'll we'll put that on the development plan to to be discussed at committee level. With uh, <laughs> the sound of this, this sounds good. What is it you're trying to get rid of? What have you got? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, here's our brochure. It, have a leaf through, see if anything looks like it's a- applicable. It's a good day for burying bananas. That's oh, all dear, I'm going to say. <laughs> Um, okay, so look, this has been just a little little extra something that we wanted to put out there. Um, probably of absolutely no meaningful use to you, but hey, up until deciding that we might create the Monkey 12-step program to self-improvement, we never <laughs> promised anything out of Brass Monkeys, but there you go. Um, anything that you want to add, Cuddles or Bingo, on your list of very important monkey matters? Well, I was just going to ask Bingo, as, as our in-house masochist, just to go back to um, what was being discussed. I mean, I think I, I concur with our, our hairy colleague over there. I mean, I, I'm quite keen to see them suffer and really get payback for what they've inflicted upon us. But at the same time, it's going to be at a cost to all of us. I mean, is it something that you're sort of... I mean, I'm, I'm not normally a big one for schadenfreude, but in this case, I will I will happily see them dealt a bit out. I mean, would you concur with that? I refer you back to my first statement. I think as we open the podcast, it, it, there's always darkness before the dawn, and it is going to be incredibly painful for all of us. Um, and I, I am. I was saying to someone this week that I am a reluctant Briton. I don't really want to identify with this place at the moment. Mm-hmm. And their response was, "Well, if you don't like it, leave." It's like, well, but we can't, can we? Go? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can't You've made it impossible. Yeah, um, yeah. Even if we could get on a plane, if COVID wasn't a thing, it would be quite difficult. I just, I, I do agree with both of you. This, this is going to get horrible. And and the uh, the riots that took place in in Washington D.C. Uh, last Saturday, uh, the Proud Boys were out there. We're going to see the exact same scenes here two months time middle of January when they realise that Brexit has all gone wrong or the other thing the Tories swallow their pride and they go this isn't going to work we need an extension to this transition period so we can sit down and actually you know come up with some good stuff we've ourselves enough by triggering article 50 and walking away without any real stuff on the table that will cause riots and and absolutely it absolutely pains me to say this people will get killed through this and 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 that's the the most horrific thing about all of this there is no way through any of this without people dying wow and on that bombshell 
Sorry, I, I know that's 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 a really miserable. No, way no, 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 but, no, it, no, no, but it's true. Seems, you're, yeah. you're absolutely right. I feared this from the outset. The day, the day that you know we woke up from the night before, mm-hmm. on the seventeenth, I just thought this is going to end incredibly badly. There's no good going to come out of this whatsoever, and this has proven to be the case, and it will be proven. And I think exactly what you said. It's very sobering, but it's true. And um, they're going to have blood on their hands, yeah. all these people, and they're going to have to. F- live with it truly is pandora's box being gradually open it's 4 32 a.m you're up with the partridge (laughs) 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 well we could lighten the mood a bit with doing that 